0: On BYUSN, ranking all nine of BYU's Big 12 football games from toughest to not so tough. Hey, there are no gimmies. But which takes the crown as toughest game and easiest?
1: Plus, Isaiah Banya on the improved pass rush and the top five plays of camp so far.
0: Let's do this. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Tuesday, August 15th. I am Spencer Linton alongside Baltimore Orioles celebrity bat boy, Jerem Jordan.
1: You wish, uh, but the San Francisco (laughs) Giants... Uh, Dave Fleming, who's one of their play-by-plays, has been on the program before. He's called a bunch of BOA games and whatnot uh, in uh, football and basketball. He lost. Uh, he took last place in his fantasy football league, so he was the <laughs> bat boy for like three innings or something last night. It's at so for Giants game, <laughs> is he the tallest bat boy in uh, Giants history? It's hey, hustle, is Dave! Yeah. Hustle! Dave's been on the program before, um, back in the radio days, as we affectionately call them, which was the first six months of the show. A.K. Are these guys any good? Uh, before we went to TV, <laughs> and somehow we're still on TV, amazingly. He, Sean Farnham was on the phone talking to us, an analyst with ESPN, and he said, hold on, I'm on the golf course, I'm about to tee off. Dave Fleming's going to, uh, who's his play-by-play kind of partner there, he'll, he'll talk you through it. So Dave did golf <laughs> play-by-play to Sean Farnham. Bing! Low-key,
0: it would be so fun to be a bat boy at a Major League Baseball game.
1: Oh, I, yeah.
0: Like, I would plug and play. I'm not beyond that. Like, I'm a huge Orioles fan. Like, put me in the Orioles dugout. I'd just I'll do game. whatever.
1: I don't want to do it, like, a lot. No, just
0: one game would be a fun experience. Be, like,
1: one inning even would be super fun. But that
0: is, that is a hilarious punishment for losing your fantasy football
1: That's, league. Well, oh, that every... <laughs> person could do with that he did you yeah. know what I mean oh actually I want to do the coin toss at the super bowl
0: granted but he's like what? I can't call the game tonight because I have to be the bat boy
1: I think he went up in the fourth or something <laughs> or maybe they talked to him or yeah. that is very funny Hilarious. very funny
0: uh all rise and shout for the bat boys and
1: for what's trending
2: when it comes time for a fall that's what cougar nation's going be thinking about those matchups
1: you always waited for this moment.
2: The competition's gonna be it's gonna be up there and here we are in 2023 and it's ready to roll.
0: What's trending? Presented by Feast Box, donating 10% of every order to Full of Hope, a charitable organization that helps feed hungry families. It has been well documented that this year's BYU football schedule will be the toughest the Cougars have ever faced in their long, historic, illustrious history. Ten Power Five games, ten in a row, nine in the Big 12 Conference. And we are trying to figure out, because we've said very clearly, there are no gimmies really on the schedule for BYU. Kansas used
1: to be until last year.
0: But we're going to attempt to rank the toughest games to least tough one to nine today, but we've thrown in a little element that's going to make this a competition between the two of us
1: because August
0: We love board games. We both love battleship Operative word being bored. Yeah <laughs> We love battleship like right the risk the most electronic battleship when you were a kid was the coolest thing ever Yeah, it was fun. Okay with all the sound I effects. I have played a long time. Yeah, it's a simple game We haven't seen each other's lists of toughest two least tough games, one through nine. And so we're going to go chronologically, bring up each Big 12 game and try and guess where each other would put this and then have a short conversation about why each of these games ended up where they did on our lists. So let's play Big 12 schedule
1: battleship BYU football edition. But it will be better than the remake (laughs) like 10 years ago that Rihanna was in. Is that what we're hoping for? Uh, nothing
0: can be that bad. <sighs>
1: it was, well, it was, it was, anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, chronologically, Big 12 game number one, yep. September 23rd at Kansas. An up-and-comer, Jerem, okay. uh, for sure. So where do you think I put Kansas mm. on
1: my list? Okay, we're going hardest to easiest.
0: Yes, right? okay. yes. Hard. So number nine
1: is the quote-unquote
0: easiest. easiest. Number one is one the is
1: toughest. hands. Kansas. Where does Kansas I'm, end up on my list? I'm saying you put them at, you put them at number five, Spence. Oh, was it a hit? Let's see.
0: Oh, oh no, splash! You missed. e <laughs> <B> six. <laughs> <laughs> so you have at Kansas, you guessed number five.
1: I've guessed five. You have them seven. I Look at put that. Okay. Kansas at number seven. Very different.
0: I know. Okay, Th- that's what makes this fun, yep. right? And I know some of you are like, whoa, 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 whoa. They got the Big Twelve offensive. Player of the year in the preseason. The
1: third easiest game, in your opinion, Jaden
0: Daniels, because everything wow. else is very tough. And I'm big on when games happen, right? Just, just when they happen. I feel like BYU because this is the Big 12 opener, and maybe they're coming off a frustrating loss against Arkansas, and they've regrouped, and hopefully not. Hopefully BYU's three and zero, and they're going <laughs> and into they're Lawrence and they're feeling front good, running right? at number
1: 15 okay. in the country.
0: But this goes to show you that, like, the margin of error between these teams in the Big 12 is so small, like, that Kansas, for me, fell to number seven because I think the juice will be good for BYU. And Kansas, until they do it two years in a row, Jerem, until they prove to me Mm. that they are truly into another level, and they're like, oh, we're consistent. It wasn't just, like, one pretty good season. Like, I need to see that Kansas is going to be good back-to-back years, and – I I think that BYU will be juiced for this game because it's the Big 12 opener. So I I like BYU's chances to go in and compete and win this game.
1: I do too, but I have it way higher in the list. I state what mine is, right? No, wait, wait, I got to guess. Oh, you guess. That's right. I I got to guess. Uh, And I just told you it was higher Well, you did, but I... (laughs) But not hell high. uh,
0: (laughs) All right. I am going to guess (laughs) that you put Kansas at number
1: five. Oh, I, dang I, it. I haven't been have have three, bro. Three? I have, here's why. It, when was Kansas awesome last year? At the beginning. True. They were the first four games. They were amazing. What game is this for Kansas? This is the fourth game. This is the fourth. Jaden, this is the home opener. This is Kansas going, welcome to the Big 12. We're going to give you a piece of humble pie. And BYU's got to show up, and they've got to they got to play this potent okay. offense. they okay. got to play the Big 12 offensive player of the year. they got to play the number one QBR quarterback in the country. Jaden Daniels, and what, if BYU can outscore Kansas, great, but I think this is a tougher game than you think, i put it number three. Number three. Okay, Kay. so I had number seven You you. Number three. Cincinnati on Friday, September 29th. What do you think I have, Matt?
0: Number nine. Based on things you've said in the past, this is the easiest game you have for BYU. Number nine. Give me a hit on the cruiser. Please. <laughs> no. Eight. Number
1: eight. I eight. Because I have someone else, obviously, at nine. But, uh, yeah, Cincinnati at eight. There's no way BYU will lose this game. Too much juice in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Think Baylor 21. think or, or 22. Think Utah 21. Okay. No way BYU lose this game. That's
0: why I said number nine. Because <laughs> you're like, there's no way BYU is going to lose yeah, Cincinnati yeah. at home. You've been adamant about that. Yes. So, I thought, okay, he's going to put but that But I have in someone there.
1: worse than Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where, where did I put Cincinnati? I, I think you have them at seven.
0: Okay. I, I do. Here we at go. Jer- are we going to have a connection here? Jerem Cincinnati. Cincinnati, the bombs are away. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's hitting anything. Oh, you okay. had kids at i I'm not even paying attention. Yeah. You got to know your board, man. Yeah, okay. You got to know your board. Yeah, okay, I got to pay attention. That's Cincinnati, Cincinnati at number eight. <laughs> okay, so I agree with you, apparently. Yes. We both have the Bearcats with the C. At eight, okay. Not, not the yeah. Bearcats, Sam Houston State. It doesn't mean Cincinnati it's an easy Bearcats. game. Games. No.
1: It just means it's easier. No, 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 easier
0: game. the field. I tend to agree with you. Okay. Um, Cincinnati is walking into a hornet's nest of sorts at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with that being the Big 12 They've home been here before on a Friday night. But
1: not this version of BYU. I, this,
0: yeah. this is going to be a special atmosphere for, yeah. for Lavelle Edwards Stadium and BYU fans. Like, there's so much juice in the stadium. Cincinnati's rebuilding in yeah. a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, this uh, is not the Cincinnati team. That we no,
0: this is a very different team from what they were two years ago. I have them at number eight. So Unlike you and I agree shows,
1: on that. I'm going to start to pay attention now, Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He gets number seven. All right. TCU. TCU. October first. so BOA has a bye week. Yes. They take on the Horned Frogs after the bye week, yes. which is probably good. You're taking yes. on the defending national runners-up in Sonny Dykes on October 14th, and it's in Dallas-Fort Worth, Jerem. So where did I put TCU in my list? Three. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Drop the bomb on number two. Oh. oh, it was number two. two. You said three. So I have at oh, TCU as oh, number
1: two. Interessante.
0: Yes, I do like that there is a bye week there. And I, f- I feel like BYU a will...
1: brutal October. Oh, my gosh.
0: They need it to get ready to run through October and November. I
1: want BYU to win one game in October. It like starts at TCU. Right
0: That's a very difficult place to play. Yeah. And, and listen, I know that TCU was picked to finish fifth in the conference. I... There's a chance they could be third or fourth again. Like, they, they're really good. Their recruiting was really good this offseason. I know they lost a ton, but they they bring back you, a lot, you too. You win a playoff
1: game, you go to the national title yes. game, you get on the board. I got People know you. got some
0: studs that played in the yes. college football playoff last year back on this team.
1: They got transfers like everybody else. And again.
0: it's on the road, and I'm going to wait. They might win the league. Who knows? More difficult on the road. Yeah. So, yeah, I had him at number two. You were close there. Okay. Uh, you have at TCU – Oh, my gosh.
1: What do they do? Something like this? Is that what they do? <laughs> I don't know. Okay,
0: you guessed number three. I'm going to say you have TCU at number three as well. Interesting. No, you have Kansas number three. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I wasn't paying attention to the stupid board. I got it. yes.
1: I, okay. I agree with you. All the things you said. Okay, Texas Tech, October 21st, homecoming. Okay. What do I have Tech at? They're a really good team.
0: I'm going to say you put them at number two. Texas Tech at number two. Mm. Come on, baby. I guessed tco two, but I was wrong.
1: <laughs> they're oh, dang. It I, can't admit. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have not at five, Spence. I have not at five. Um, really good team. They don't play well as a front runner, though. So I'm not sure how they're going to handle success. Okay. So I have them sort of like good, but fifth okay. in this league. Okay. Fifth is still good in this league, trust me. Okay, Texas Fifth. Tech for you. Fifth. Texas Tech for you. Based on your reaction right there, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. You're, you think Texas Tech's a fraud. You have them at nine. <laughs> 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 not <three> even plus. <laughs> you have them
0: three. Okay. Dang it. They're picked to win the league by a lot of people. I, I'm buying I, Texas Tech stock not. for sure.
1: I think they won't function well as a, as a front runner. Really? I think they function way better, like BYU, as an underdog. Uh, Okay. But once they win a couple of games, it's going to be different. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, moving on.
0: At Texas, October 28th, the return to Austin. Taysom and Bevo reunited in a way. Okay, we'll play that clip a billion times as we push forward to that game. Um, At Texas, I think you have put this as the toughest game on the schedule. Mm. Number one. Please be right. Yes, finally.
2: finally!
1: Somebody hit I, the and I think battleship! Have, and I think you have Texas at one as well. All right. Does Jerem are back? Yes, Yay. you are. Okay. Got one. We both
0: agree the <laughs> toughest game it's like me Texas, fishing. October 28th.
1: Just barely got one. I'm
0: having visions of what Alabama ran into last year in, you know, Darrell K Royal Memorial yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Granted, the yeah. juice won't be as high for BYU, but I don't know. No. May, maybe because there is a history there, and BYU has had Texas's
1: card. I mean, it's been nine years, but like they remember the white dude in the knee brace. <laughs> <laughs> they remember that guy. Okay.
0: How can you forget
1: can that you forget? guy? Uh, okay. Game. West Virginia. Hanging out with my uh, sister this weekend from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Shout out to Peterstown. Uh, November 4th, I think you have West Virginia at 13. <laughs> <laughs> you think
0: it's the easiest game? You got them at number nine?
1: Or sorry, uh, yeah, there's 14 teams. We're only talking about nine. Um, <laughs> I think you have them at, no, no, I th- sorry, four, that's not even a number. Available
2: here. Uh, (laughs) Six. Okay.
0: At West Virginia, number six.
1: At West Virginia, number six. Did Jeremy go back to back hits? Hit me.
0: Back to back hits? Oh, Oh, man. If it was back to back, he made a song for Cruiser. Okay. I got West Virginia at number five. The East Coast trip yeah. is so tough for
1: BYU, historically speaking. You That team's really got to stink for BYU to roll in there and just, like, own them. And or BYU's the going
0: there season. the week after they have to play Texas in Austin.
1: That's a trap game. West Virginia's a trap game like, based on the week before. Like, you
0: get up for Texas and, like, you can lay it all out on the field. October's brutal. Right? Yeah. So then you got to come back and regroup in Provo for a couple of days, and then you have to make the longest trip of the season to Morgantown the week yeah. after you take on Texas. Throw in the history of BYU not playing well on the East Coast, and this feels like it's going to be an afternoon game.
1: Yeah, and which we, does we not sh- bode well for we BYU. Say either. Eastern time zone. Okay, they're not in, remotely close to the coast. But um, yeah, Eastern time zone. Yeah.
0: It's a two-hour difference. If it's an afternoon game and it's East Coast, the week after Texas, that's why I have it at number it's a five.
1: Tough sort of formula for BYU pre 6 p.m. Yes, BYU's about a just a little above 500 guy. Right, because people
0: are like, yeah, "Well, West Virginia was picked to finish last in the conference. Why would you?" It's all context and it's, based on it's like it's
1: not a neutral site or a home game. Like if it was a home game, maybe this would for be sure. Nine. for this sure. This could be, be eight, nine. Or nine. Yeah, yeah. eight
0: or nine. Yeah, eight or nine. But like this, the road trip and when it happens. It absolutely matters. That's why I'm How is
1: BYU in terms of health at this point after October? You've, you've had five P5 games suddenly. Six yeah. at that point already. Yes, yes. Six, yeah, in a row. That's really tough. That BYU's never played six in a row.
0: Okay. I'm having a hard time remembering where all of your picks have gone. So I did this thing where I wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> like where you put everything. Yes. Uh, I'm going to guess you have West Virginia – at number six. Okay, let's hear it.
1: Okay. Good pick. Oh, no, I was good close. Good I was close. it was at seven. Dang it. Yeah, I, okay. I do think, um, I believe all the things that you said as well. Okay. I just think all things considered, the team, West Virginia, is not as good. And that BYU, that is the third easiest game on the schedule. Okay. But I don't think it's easy by any means. I just think it's easier. Okay. You know, the first six. All right. Okay, uh, Iowa State, November 11th. Uh, this is the penultimate Ultimate home game. You have Iowa State at six. Okay, yep. bombs away, yep. bombs away. Unless this is nine. Oh, it's nine. Okay,
0: and I'm gonna guess that with everything For that's you. going on in Ames. Oh. Everything that's going on in Ames. All bunch of players being scandal. suspended. your starting quarterbacks Easiest in big game. trouble. Wow. It is number nine. Mm. It is number nine, yes. Jerem, are you at number nine? Do you agree with me? Yes. yes. Because of all the drama. How do yes. you overcome that? No, I
1: don't think Iowa State's that good. Um, and Cincinnati is better to me. Um, and so that's why. I okay.
0: Yeah, so I guess Cincinnati at nine because you had been at it like, no way b yeah. was that game.
1: I do think Iowa State is the worst team But
0: n- right now, Despite yes. Despite the
1: rebuild. But, yeah, there's a lot. Like, what's Hunter Deckers going to do or is he going to play like what's the sitch he led the big 12 in interceptions by the way last year like he throws a lot of picks that jay hill's like please let's go
0: what the heck does matt campbell do to try and like bring some some sort of balance to everything that's just out of control right now around that program
1: and it's all retroactive so it's hard to sort of brutal reel that in right yes okay
0: okay um oklahoma
1: november 18th yes i think you have them at four this is did, the Jerem, did Jerem
0: hit the mark on OU? Yep. Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah. Two hits to two hits. Wait,
1: yeah. Okay. Where do you? Where do I have them?
0: You put Oklahoma as well at number four. You did that. Well done.
1: Come I, on! I'm still intimidated by the brand. Uh huh. I'm still like, I uh-huh. see Oklahoma, I see the Sooner Schooner, and I'm like, that team's good. Even yeah. though last year they weren't that good.
0: They're ranked in the preseason, Jeremy. Of course they're Everybody they are. else OU, is buying in, though. It's jump
1: man, it's all that stuff, okay? Can they figure it out in year two on offense? Sorry, defense. On defense, they were terrible. Offense, they were just fine. But typically, they're like elite offense. Yes. And they lost a ton of NFL talent, especially on the O line. They lost two or three starters there. Still a tough game, man. Still a tough game. And is BYU beat up? Is BYU beat up on uh, November eighteenth? I think they will be. Can yes. they sustain it with the depth?
0: Dylan Gabriel is going to have plenty of weapons to throw to. Like the offense did enough last year for Oklahoma to like win a bunch of games, but their defense was abysmal.
1: Yeah, they're terrible. terrible. Which was wild, given that Brent Venables was unbelievable. At yes, Boston he's
0: defense. a defensive guru. So
1: what happened? Like he thought, yeah, we can maintain the O but Lincoln Riley obviously his imprint on that offense was was lost when he went to USC. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, I'm buying stock that Brett Venables is going to have a much better
1: defense this year. But will it be an 8-4-ish and kind of better? Because they were 6-7, I believe.
0: I don't, I don't know that they're a top three team in the Big 12 right now. I don't think so. That's why I put now, it number in number they They're
1: in show-me mode. Or I'm in show me mode with them. Like a li- a I've got to see it. Yes. Because like, you were so bad defensively last year.
0: Okay. So I have three hits. You have two, and we have one game left. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah. And I think the only spot you have left open is number is, is at number six. Is it? Yeah.
1: Are you sure about <laughs> that? Please be right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and six is the spot for you as well. Yes, yeah, six is it well. it so. Jared's gonna so Jeremy's going to get a hit won as well. Four three, four, three. In, <laughs> in battleship. Okay. How did we? How did we compare here? We both had Texas at one. Yes. We both had TCU at two. Yes. I had Kansas three uh, Texas Tech. We both had Oklahoma at four. Uh huh. I had West. Uh, you had West Virginia at five. I had Tech. We both had Oklahoma State at, at six. Uh, you you had uh, I have
0: Kansas at seven and I you had have, West so that's, Virginia. That's the biggest difference. And is then Kansas. Iowa,
1: uh, Cincinnati, Iowa State. So we actually had seven of the nine the same. Is that what I just jotted down?
0: Exactly the same. Wow. Okay, so we we disagree on. Let's
1: get some diversity on
0: Kansas this. Kansas and Texas Tech primarily. Well, West Virginia is off too. No, so like we had okay. differences in West Virginia. So there are three teams that we there disagree. Three on. whole teams. Yeah, West Virginia I have a little bit higher at number five because of the whole eastern time zone road trip following texas scenario yeah, yeah. and then seven. you're not buying texas tech as much as
1: i am no i well i still think they're i still think they're good i had them at five yeah
0: i got them at number three and then five out of
1: four yeah 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 on our uh, yeah
0: kansas is the big swing looks like you've got a road game at kansas tougher than oklahoma and provo which is very interesting
1: Yes, right? I think because the first, and yes. I'm, I'm, that offense is really good. Yeah. And, it, again, BYU's breaking in a new defense. That's only game I four. don't
0: know what Oklahoma State's going to be either. Like, if you told me, like, to hey, know. who wins the game between Oklahoma State and Kansas, neutral site, I was like, I'd probably still give the edge to Oklahoma State.
1: I, I would Kansas right now, given the offense, given Jaden Daniels. Uh, Oklahoma State lost a lot of weapons. And they weren't very good last
0: year, and they lost their quarterback. And that was with
1: Spencer Sanders. Sanders yeah. With uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. So
0: maybe I'm putting too much stock in Oklahoma State at six, especially over Kansas. I don't know. We'll see.
1: But they always make a bowl game. That,
0: they never, not, they, they a, never They miss never miss a bowl
1: game under, uh, under old Mike Gunn. All
0: right. Where do you rank uh, the Sam Houston State game in uh, all of BoA's games? Is 11. The
1: number, number 11? Well, second easiest.
0: <laughs> when does that game happen again?
1: Countdown to the Bearcats. 18 days. 18, man.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you sang that with me because Dave McCann just stared at me yesterday. Like I did it, and he was just like, nope, not doing it. And he's like, "Ah, 18 days, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dave.
1: Warm up them pipes.
0: Uh, (laughs) 18 days away, two and a half weeks until the game. begin. I know, exciting, right? Yes.
1: Let's go. we got women's soccer this week. Let's go.
0: First Big 12 official contest happens from women's soccer.
1: Against the Billikens. St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Big 12 game, but it's the first
0: game of any BYU team as a member of the Big 12. We'll celebrate
1: all of them. Not an exhibition. All all them bumps. All those firsts. Yes.
0: Our question of the day, how would you rank the three toughest Big 12 games on BYU's football schedule? So just to recap, Jerem had Texas, TCU, and Kansas, and and I have Texas, TCU, and Texas Tech. Mm -hmm. At Jordan Brady on X Answers, I have to say, number one is at TCU. Here we okay. got that number two okay. coming off a trip to the national yep. championship. Horned Frog is going to be tough. Number sure. two at Texas. If they really are back, this will be a hard game to win. It's going to be like tough anyway.
1: If, yeah, the teams that BYU beat in thirteen and fourteen are not this version that we're going to see this year.
0: Now, this is interesting. Number three at Oklahoma State. Last game of the season on the road. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I did put some stock into the whole Thanksgiving thing, like that. Sometimes that can be tough, especially if you have to travel. Like Oklahoma State gets to be home for yep. Thanksgiving, and yep. then they just play the game. Yep. You always got to travel during Thanksgiving week, and that can be that can be tricky.
1: It's hard to yes, it's hard to know what Oklahoma State is. How will BYU handle a compelling game that week? Granted, they took care of Stanford last year. Stanford wasn't good, but Oklahoma State might be in the same spot where it's like, okay, yeah, we're struggling. Didn't make a bowl game. How motivated are we? But yeah, Turkey Day kind of right, you run into that a little bit where it's like BYU's not going to travel until probably Friday morning, yeah. I would assume.
0: And what's what's
1: You th- You practice on Thanksgiving Day, but it's a hard day to sort of focus. What
0: are the parameters of that game? What if Oklahoma State is 5-6 and, and BYU's 5-6? Then it's now you're playing time. for a boy. Now it's just like, oh my gosh, everything's on the line. You're
1: playing for Shreveport.
0: <laughs> oh no. Or they're both bowl eligible, and maybe Oklahoma State's is like, meh. There's there's six and five and BYU six and five and I, it's a Big Twelve. game. Will
1: BYU be more motivated than the average Big Twelve team because it's first year Big Twelve and trying to get to bowl games later or in the like, season? Or is that a safe assumption? Is that just is more urgent? Too ambitious of a thought? I, I don't know.
0: I don't. It's it's a fair question. Yeah. Hashtag BYUSN to join the conversation on X, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm still getting used to the whole X thing.
1: Yeah, I know. If you want to hear guys that won't sing, after further reviews, tomorrow night at 7 Eastern. (laughs) 18 days. Meet the players. Tomorrow night, 7 Eastern on the TV app. Dave, Blaine, David. They will sing the song of football, though, in the X of the nose. Get to know the team a little bit better tomorrow night.
0: No, it's tonight. It's AFR Tuesday. It's Tuesday.
1: I missed Monday. I'm in Monday mode. (laughs) Thank you. It's It's all good. It's (laughs) all good. Up next.
0: Take an inside look at BYU's revamped defensive line with one of the guys we think is going to have a breakout season, Isaiah Banya. One on one at Photo Day. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU
1: Sports Nation is sponsored by Feastbox Global Grill, a unique dining experience featuring Texas, Hawaiian, and Korean meats. Time to feast. Follow BYU Sports Nation on social media, Facebook, X, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and friends.
0: Welcome back to Studio B. I am Spencer. He is Jerem. We just played Battleship, I'm trying to guess where Spencer each other four to three. ranked the Big 12 schedule in terms of games from toughest to least tough.
1: I had NBA NBAopoly, by the way. I still do. I oh, love nice. it. Oh, it's, nice. But it's like 1989. <laughs> <laughs> like There's, there's no Grizzlies. There's no uh raptors sure, you know, sure. it's, it's yeah. great it's fun yeah, yeah.
0: the washington bullets are still in play. the bullets are
1: in there yep. <laughs> <laughs> all the old school logos it's great. yes yes fantastic. that's that risk my favorite board game settlers of Catan. maybe what's your favorite my board game? favorite board game yeah oh my gosh you don't have to have one
0: that is Not that, likes that's them. really tough mm-hmm. um i probably oh my gosh i don't i don't know what my favorite board game. coming is. up later spencer Candy, gives his favorite like board game. as a kid it was candyland Okay. That, was, that was my jam, because I had yeah. a sweet tooth and I loved candy. I loved Lord Licorice. <laughs> Don't we all?
1: Yeah. <laughs> candy is the best.
0: i got to think about that. I'll come back to Kay. My favorite board game later. Kay. In the meantime, let's get to today's headlines.
1: BYU football camp continues today. Practice 12 as we speak. We'll be at practice later with interviews and reactions. Also, BYU ranked number 57 in CBS Sports initial 1 to 133 rankings in FBS. BYU was 10th out of the Big 12 team.
0: The Big 12 Volleyball TV schedule, as far as national broadcasts go, was announced yesterday. BYU will be featured on ESPNU twice and Fox Sports 1 once. On ESPNU, Houston at BYU, Texas Tech at BYU. And then when the Cougars visit Austin, Texas to take on the powerful Longhorns, that'll be broadcast nationally on FS1.
1: That's pretty cool. That's some uh, good exposure for BYU. That's the most exposure I believe uh, BYU's ever had. Oh, on and, national TV. In a single season. Yeah. The, Welcome to the Big
0: 12. What's cool is has BYU ever played on FS1 in an Olympic sport?
1: Ever? I don't think so. Unless you go back to CSTV, which turned into something else that wasn't some, yeah. Uh, yeah. For girls, that's big
0: time. FS1 big time. for BYU Texas Women's Volleyball. That's pretty cool. Super cool.
1: Also, women's soccer will play a game on linear TV, ESPNU against TCU in the Big 12 opener on September 14th. That's at 9 Eastern. It's one of two linear women's soccer games all season in the league. They'll, they're doing way more volleyball than soccer, but BYU and TCU is the premier matchup in the league, I think. And uh, BYU gets it on ESPNU. Oh, yeah, cool. this makes sense. I mean, Coming off 7
0: 0. Talking about the two teams that are at the top of the conference in the preseason poll. Let's go. The Athletics' Bruce Feldman has ranked the 101 biggest freaks in college football. Okay.
1: <laughs> in regular life, this would be so offensive. But in football, it's a compliment. Oh, he's a freak, and it's like, yeah. It's compliment. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Feldman ranked BYU's Kingsley Suomata'ia as the third biggest freak athlete in all of college football. Well, then. Okay, so not not in terms of size. This isn't just size. He's just the freakiest athlete in Bruce Feldman's list. Size
1: helps. Strength helps.
0: Yes, all of that plays into it, right? Crazy. Number three. Okay. Those are today's headlines. Now some opinions in the whip. The Cougar Whip Round presented by Mariske, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner.
1: The Big Ten is reportedly looking into potentially playing a 10-game conference schedule. Would you be open to this in the Big Ten?
0: I'm open to everything. BYU's new in the Big 12. Sure. Yeah, if you, if they wanted to do a 10-game schedule, great! But i I favor 9. I think 9 is the, the proper number. Three non-conference games, 9 conference games, especially with the pod format that we presented last week. I think 9 is the magic number.
1: I'm opposed to 10. I would like three non-conference games, whether that be a Power 5 that BYU plays that isn't named Utah now. BYU has to figure that out for next year and beyond or you just play one fcs and two g5s and you help yourself get to a bowl game more easily every year i don't know how hard this is going to be over time i would like to think the BYU can go three zero regularly and then uh if you go three and six and really stink in big 12 play you're still going bowling
0: you're still six and six
1: i'd like to get to a higher standard at some point obviously but uh for now i am not on i'm not on board with this gotcha yeah
0: yeah and the point is valid i mean if you took away let's say byu frankly they're playing 10 power 5 games this year so it'd be like instead of arkansas i'd just be another big 12 opponent which whatever it, it could be a wash but you don't want any power 5s
1: other... i i may not i'm i'm yeah in
0: the non i'm leaning that
1: way where i'm just okay. nah just big 12 is where we're at we don't need a big non-con game to sort of be compelling now that utah's in the league
0: if it went to 10 like you would have to schedule An FCS and then just an absolutely
1: the crappiest, yes, winnable
0: automatic win G5 team every year.
1: Yes. Warm up city.
0: Brett Yormark, the guy, number one fanboy.
1: BY. Brigham Young, Brett Yormark. Brett Yormark,
0: hey, nice, nice poll right there, okay? I'm a fan. In an appearance on the SBJ and New York Post sports media podcast, he said the following about getting the Big 12 media rights deal done early. He said, by October, the conference had handshake agreements with ESPN and Fox, essentially leapfrogging the Pac-12. This is from Stuart Mandel as well, which already was in the market trying to negotiate a new deal. And I quote, at the time, I didn't realize that was really the last big media deal that was available, especially in our industry of collegiate athletics. Sometimes in life, you gotta get lucky, he said. And we got a little lucky because we had not done that deal. Had we not done that deal at the time we did, who knows if I'd be your 100th show here today, end quote. Jeremy, how much luck do you think is really involved with Brett Yormark compared to just hustle?
1: Bruto Clemente said, uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So I, like, while I believe in a little bit of luck, sure. Um, Ken Palm has a metric with that. You have to push the envelope, take action, be ready for the time yeah. when you have it. And when the Pac-12 offered too hot or wanted too hot much money from ESPN. That
0: was a little lucky.
1: That was a little lucky. Then the Big 12 stepped in, that, but, but going early was the move. Like that was earned once there was an opportunity. So while yes, a little bit of luck, no, it was the foresight of we need to get this done early yeah. and put ourselves in a position of power here and look at the Big 12. It literally destroyed the Pac-12.
0: That that was the luck part for me was the fact yeah. that the Pac-12 said no to 30 million a year per school. they were like, nah, it's not even close. We want upwards of 50 million per school in the Pac-12, and ESPN was like, "All right, see you later." And then Brett Yormark came in, and he got a little bit more than the 30 million they were offering to the Pac-12 at 31.7. So yeah. that was the lucky part. Is the Pac-12 was just like, "Nah, we're not doing it." Then the Big 12 took advantage.
1: Peyton Manning is returning to Tennessee as a professor. He's going to teach for free in the College of Communications and Information. <laughs> Which former BYU player would you most want to have as a professor?
0: There are two, and uh, one would be Ty Detmer. I, I want him to teach like
1: a future farmer,
0: Future Farmers of America class. Nice, <laughs>
1: Just ranching and yes, hunting. Absolutely, has nothing to do with <laughs> communication. W- That'd be in a different department. I would
0: love that. I, would, I love Ty's personality. He's got such such a great sense of humor. Yeah. The other is Jimmer Fredette, teaching an international relations course.
1: <laughs> Here's how you survive in a hotel for six months in
0: <laughs> What about you? Which play are you going with?
1: Just hanging out with Steve Young would be fun. Because, like, when you're in a class with someone, you feel like you get to know oh, that man, professor. Oh, man, Steve
0: Young teaching, like, a business ethics class or something?
1: Teach me venture capitalism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: put him in the Marriott School of
1: Business. Teach me law. Teach me, like, Steve knows all kinds of high-level stuff, not to mention, obviously, football, but... Yeah, just like NFL history would be fun. Can you imagine the waiting list,
0: the waiting list to get into Steve Young or Jimmer Fredette or Ty Detmer's class at BYU?
1: It'd be all these uh, you know 55-year-old women that wanted to date Steve (laughs) when he's single at BYU. That's who's (laughs) signing up for that one. If he did Education Week, he's crushing it.
0: Marriott School of Business, Steve (laughs) Young. Hey, ESPN's loss could be BYU's gain. We'll see. Big game boomer ranked Kalani Satake as the tenth. Top coach who could win in a fight. (laughs) What a list. Fessy Satake reacted by tweeting, if you only knew. Kyle Whittingham, by the way, was ranked third. So who are you taking in a head-to-head fight, Whittingham or Kalani?
1: What do we think we're going to say on the air here? Come come on. Wait, what does it say? Head-to-head? What you should say is hand-to-hand. Okay, (laughs) Uh, We're taking our boy. We're taking our boy. Listen, K-Wet works out. Don't get me wrong. But Kalani, dude, Kalani is... Thick. Yes, like he is
2: strong.
1: <laughs> like Kalani is getting it done. I'm sorry. Like yes. Come on now. Come on now. Come on got, now. Have you got seen them? That cast? crazy twitch too. 2016, when the Nakua got thrown out for targeting, it's like. Yes. Kalani was getting ready to go postal on somebody, and then uh, Francis Bernard had an interception. A little bit of irony there. I was There's talking about
0: this this list with some friends the other day, and uh, a Polynesian friend said Spencer you don't understand polynesian crazy you just don't <laughs> you should always lean polynesian crazy in a head-to-head fight like so i'll take like, your word for it okay fair enough but he does have the crazy like when he when he gets when he gets that crazy gets in his eyes
1: it is, it is step out of the way <laughs> step out of the way
0: that's why I'm, ta- I'm taking i'm taking of course we're taking sure. kalani
1: on. On, uh, next no.
0: as promised a look at BYU's defensive line and one of the guys that we think is going to play a major role this year opposite of Tyler Batty. Meet Isaiah Banya. Get to know him a little bit more. Our one-on-one combo is up next on BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. BYU's defense will be markedly better. That's a huge jump.
1: BYU's going to be better than expected.
0: We are live in Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Jerem, it's time we learn a little bit more about the defensive line, specifically Boise State transfer Isaiah Banya. And I feel that he is going to play a much bigger role on this BYU defensive line than maybe some are expecting. An impact transfer right away, who is getting coached up by Kelly Papinga on the outside. Here's my one-on-one with Isaiah Banya from BYU Football Photo Day. Isaiah, welcome officially to BYU Football Photo Day. Now more than a week into camp, how would you assess the overall feeling and vibe
2: of camp and the team at this point? Man, it's been good so far. You know, I feel like I started camp The whole defense, we all met and everything like that. And, you know, we want to come in with a purpose this offseason, you know, this to prepare us for this Big 12 season. You know, we're making history this year. You know, so with that being said, we're excited, man. Everybody's been working hard, and it's a good vibe out there. So along with BYU
0: making history, joining the Big 12, this is year one as a Power 5 team. What types of things are you trying to accomplish on the field to add to the own uh, or the the history statement that you just made?
2: One hundred percent, man. I'm trying to do the best I can. That's all anybody can ever ask for, right? I mean, we've been, like I said, we've been preparing really hard, and so I expect big things, not only for myself but for the whole team as a whole. So, with that being said, I'm looking forward to it. We got something in store for y'all.
0: last time i talked to you you were still very relatively new to byu football and you're still new but you've been around the program a little bit longer you've had a chance to work with your teammates and on the defensive line specifically how is your role going to evolve as you work in this specific byu defense
2: 100 well you know when we talk about football wise i feel like we play a big role in the defense just you know me on the edge and we even talk about with tyler batty you know we'll have a good impact i feel especially getting after the past this year and really just making a statement in general. So with that being said, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to, really, making the statement and making my place on the defense with the rest of the guys. What's your relationship like
0: with Kelly Papinga having that established at Boise State and now at BYU? He's coaching you again on the edge
2: yeah dude he's awesome man i uh he's been he's been one of the best coach i've ever had you know he really cares about his guys and he really cares about me too and he knows his stuff you know even if you look at his history you can see the kind of guys he's been able to you know help be successful in their careers so with that being said man i'm just appreciative of him and you know i look forward to you know believing in him for the rest of the season How is he and defensive coordinator Jay
0: Hill getting you ready for primarily Power 5 offenses that you are going to go up against, beginning with Arkansas and then a run of nine games through the Big 12?
2: Right. Well, they've been pushing me really hard, especially not just talking about back in winter and spring camp, but especially right now. They, they really have a high standard for me and, like I said, the rest of the defense. So, with that being said, you know, they've been trying to uphold that and they've done a really good job of being consistent with that and bringing it to a, a level of importance for us all. Oh. How often have you been reminded that last
0: season BYU was one of the worst teams in the country in quarterback sacks? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I, quite often when I'm talking to people, people bring it up. People definitely bring it up. So, that's something that, you know, hopefully we can come in and change around and help out for the, you know, BYU Nation. I know it's not just
0: quarterback sacks, but the defense overall is trying to be more disruptive. So with what you can tell us, without giving too much away, how is BYU's defense set up to be more disruptive and create more turnovers and quarterback sacks and just more chaos for opposing offenses?
2: Right. So it's funny that you said it because our play calls is- this offseason, this fall camp that we've been learning and installing, has been super exotic and diverse. So you'll see a bunch of different blitzes, you'll see different coverages, and you know, Coach Hill got a good plan for us. And so it's, it's going to be exciting to see, man. It's it's a lot different than what we've been seeing before
0: in the past. Now that's interesting because we hear so often that offense is throwing a lot of disguised looks. You use the word exotic to explain the defense, which I don't hear very often. So. How much more can you tell us about that, like the the exotic play calling that will be involved on the defensive side?
2: Well, as far as I can say, just know that every single position will have a specific role in like a blitz or a certain coverage. Who knows, maybe even the D-lineman will be dropping in coverage at some point. Who knows, maybe safety will be coming out to quarterback. So we'll see a whole bunch of different stuff, man. It'll be cool. It'll be cool, I promise.
0: Do you anticipate being primarily in A three-point stance. Uh, are you going to be up on you know, just just two feet all in a, in a full-on stand position? What do you would you expect you're going to do primarily?
2: Well, originally I'm I've always been in a two-point stance, okay. so they're letting me continue being a two-point stance. You know, obviously with different techniques and fundamentals, you know, it'll change up here and there and different scenarios. But okay. I will mostly be in a two-point stance. How do
0: you feel like you have gotten better as an individual football player? Since moving down from Boise State to BYU,
2: oh, a lot better. I feel like coming here it like raised the bar for me, you know. And especially coming in with a different purpose, different mindset, and especially this is my fifth year, you know. So with that being said, it's it's uh, it's time to take things real serious and take it to the next level, and that's exactly what I tried to do.
0: All right, we'll finish with this. The running backs room has a nickname for themselves. They're called the Step Show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we work on a nickname for the defensive line group? Maybe, maybe even the edge rushers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 100. percent You know, we. Uh, it's funny you said because our d our defensive end room, we break down on this little this little saying we got. It's BDE. I don't want to go into it because it'll be surprised. Y'all are gonna find out eventually, but hey, it's that's what that's what we're gonna go by right now. So we'll
0: st- we'll just stick with the acronym, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Isaiah. It's great to talk with you. Uh, we appreciate the time and insight and enjoy the rest of photo day. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Isaiah Banya and Tyler Batty Look are going to be at the
1: forefront. Tyler!
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's new. It's, listen, it's it's part of who he is, right?
1: right? I like it. Okay, Isaiah Banya has been mostly hurt in his career Boy State. He played 11 games in three years except for 21. Can he recapture 21? He had 36 tackles, 7 TFL, 6 sacks, a forced fumble, That's the kind of productivity. He was good against BYU
0: as a Boise State Bronco in Provo.
1: I haven't looked up uh, his stats, but I will here in just a second in that game. But, yes, that's what BYU needs to capture because those two are going to be relied on heavily to create havoc off the edge. Those two need to be good because they're seniors and know what they're doing and they're very capable. Yeah.
0: Let's go. And this is, again, not trying to, uh, you know, rain down on what BYU's defense did or did not do last year, but it's just – it's so atypical for BYU not to be, you know, at least at decent. least middle of the pack
1: yeah, in, in a lot
0: of these statistical categories. But sacks, I mean, you're ranked 130th in FBS, tackles for loss 129th. 98th in opponent rush yards per game with how much the defense preaches about you have to stop the run if you want to win games. Well, BYU just
1: BYU's D-line has not been good enough uh, under Kalani Sitake. Third down defense, In, in my yeah. opinion. Like, when Kalani Stock came down from Utah, I was stoked. I was like, oh, BYU's going to get star low to They're going to get these kind of guys. And they've had Kairos Tonga, and that's basically it um, on the D-line, in my opinion, in terms of, like, next level really productive guys. Hopefully, BYU has found a couple of guys that can produce. And, by the way, in that game in 2021, Banya, five tackles. uh, He had uh, a tackle for loss, a forced fumble, and a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He was good. It was great.
0: Yeah, he said it was one of my favorite games. I'm like, (laughs) like, it was one of my least favorite games in BYU football history. I hate
1: that. But (laughs) I get it from you. Um, All good. Check out BYU Women's Soccer in the season opener. Coming up Thursday night, hey, welcome to the Big 12 now on ESPN Plus era, people. It's women's soccer. It's a ranked and matchup. it's a ranked matchup. The St. Louis Billikens taking on the BOA Cougars. Big time non-conference game out of the gate to open the season on ESPN Plus Thursday night.
0: Up next, Top 5 Tuesday is back. We're looking at the top five plays from BOA football training camp thus far. Mm. What's number one?
1: Been some good ones. This
2: is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Station. We are live in Studio B. It is a Tuesday, and that means it's time for a Top 5 Tuesday. Go. Featuring the top 5 plays from BYU football training camp
1: thus far. At number 5, Talon Alfre, tipped interception. And he won't be done. Okay, this Talon a heck of a play. He comes in at the end and picks it off. It's two defenders, two receivers, and in comes Alfrey, who's a sophomore. Got a lot of playing uh, time last year. He's Gonna get a lot of playing time I'm this year You think, can too. expect him
0: to start, Jeremy. Absolutely. You can expect him that's, to start.
1: That's quite the statement. Um, he comes up with a pick here, which is really nice. And he won't be done on this list.
0: That boy, Talon, worked super hard. At number four, Parker Kingston. Mm arguably the fastest player on this BYU football team. Well,
1: if we believe in the law of witnesses, he is. We've had two.
0: Tiptoe touchdown catch from Keaton Slovis in the back of the end zone during Saturday's scrimmage. Parker Kingston, a guy that Fessy Satake specifically said is really surprising him this camp. He's really standing out. Look at him in
1: the return game as well. Number three, Jacob Robinson with the PBU. And again, oh, Jacob. Alan Alfred coming Woo! in at the last second, picking it off, and then they kind of blow it dead. Jacob Robinson with an excellent play. I think it takes a sec for he and Ethan Slate to realize there was an interception here. They're like, good job, we did it. <laughs> they turn around like, oh, oh, he's got the ball. So that's two picks from Alfred now on this list.
0: The double tip. Yeah, the, the double assist. This is like a hockey goal. Yeah, a right? hockey
1: interception. Jacob assist. Robinson
0: and <laughs> Ethan Slade with the assist on the interception for Talon Alfrey. How
1: many, how many interception assists do you have this year? Four.
0: <laughs> At number two. The most underappreciated man on the BYU football oh, We're dominance. going
1: slow-mo, Spence.
0: Keanu Hill. Give me that. Mm. Great juggling catch. And that's over Jacob Robinson, who's in pretty good position it's in good coverage. Good matchup,
1: yeah. Shout out yep. to Lloyd, Keanu's dad, who is an All-American in Texas Tech.
0: The pass from BYU's backup Jake Retzloff, Keanu Hill, goes up high points the ball, takes it away from Jacob Robinson in coverage.
1: In the top play of training camp so far, Isaac Rex, in the back of the end zone, Woo! matched up against Malik Moore, comes down with it for the touchdown. The entire offense comes over to embrace him. The a big time play from Isaac Rex, who you think it, we hope it, that he has a massive Season this year for
0: BYU. He's gonna lead BYU in touchdown catches this year, Gerald I would love that. He's going to lead the Cougars in touchdown catches. Also, I love that Keanu Hill, after he made that catch, came over and did the cradle celebration again that he did against Oregon.
1: Yes, yeah. to announce to the world, hey. Uh, I'm having am- a baby. Yep, we're having yep, a baby. That's super cool.
0: All right, Isaac Rex at number one. Up next, our rise and shout out to a commanding Cougar in the pros. This is BYU Sports Nation. Take, oh, man.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the
1: official credit union of BYU Athletics. This program's on demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Uh, you can listen to the pod, subscribe, rate, and review. And we're going to say it a million times this fall. If you want to watch the Olympic sports, you got to get ESPN+. Plus. You gotta get ESPN Plus. There's a football game on ESPN Plus. There will be men's basketball games, but every women's soccer, women's volleyball, baseball, softball, gymnastics, uh, everything women's basketball, everything but men's volleyball goes from BYU TV to ESPN, ESPN Plus. Plus. Okay, yes, we are uh, together with that. We are producing and calling many yes. of those games as well. So we are going to promote that and get you there as well. So that starts Thursday with soccer.
0: There's a little bundle: Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah. Not bad.
1: I know you got to pay a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, some breaking news as well. Baseball's got some new assistant
1: coaches. Yes. Baseball announced during the program that uh, Tyler Coolbaugh and Adam Law are the two new assistant coaches with Trent Pratt on the baseball team. Adam Law, of course, played here. Tyler Coolbaugh played at Oklahoma. Then he was with the Orioles uh, in the minors. Adam was in the. He was elite then. Adam was with the Mariners in the minors. Uh, Saw him at spring training a couple times. Isn't that interesting? And the Dodgers, Um, not in that order. So yeah. And then the Manning Ward watch list came out. No Keaton Slovis on it for best All right. So a little disappointing
0: there. (sighs) Keep the expectations low. Our Elite Voice of the Day presented by Pax Healthcare Elevated. How would you rank the three toughest Big 12 BYU football games on the schedule? From at BYU4Trey, who answers on the artist formerly known as Twitter, now X. Toughest is at Texas. He agrees with you and me, Mm -hmm. Jerem. Sarkeesian secretly loves BYU, though. Still really tough at TCU. A renewed rivalry. Tough but winnable is Oklahoma at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, senior night. Stay undefeated for Lavelle. Ooh, calling Ooh. for an undefeated Ooh. home schedule. Buey B- yep. gets bowl eligible if you go undefeated at home. How about that?
1: Bowie's getting going to get two road wins out of the four out of the six. Two and I think four. they're going
0: five and one at home. Two and, and they're going to win two games on the road. Yes. Seven and five. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, you also can say his best part about the schedule, regardless of what happens, is BYU will still lead the series versus Texas and over True. They're six and one all time. True. Why not make it eight and one? Today's Rising shout-out presented by Mountain True. America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Dax Milne for this one-handed catch. This is unbelievable. Oh! Dax! Dax! OBJ, what's up? Let him know! Let the defenders know they were Let chirping at you, bro!
1: Daxon, flaxen waxin, let's <laughs> go, baby! <laughs>
0: Our thanks to today's guest, Isaiah Banyan, BYU defensive end.
1: Sorry to Dennis, we ran out of time.
0: For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to John and Stan Ross. We'll see you tonight for After Further Review. Go Cougs.
1: Got their autograph.